Welcome to From Beyond, a podcast about consciousness, metaphysics, and a wide variety of provocative spiritual topics. I'm Michael Vodder, and I'm here with Universal Channel author and spiritual consultant Cindy Riggs. Cindy has been practicing professionally for 20 years, and she has a unique and fascinating perspective on spirituality. Hello, Michael. Welcome to the podcast. Yeah, thanks. I'm excited that we're going to do another one. And I'm really excited about this topic because I don't know a whole lot about it. Yeah. So this term came up when we were talking the other day. It's a term that I've heard a lot more lately, but I believe it was actually coined in 2011, saith Google. Um, <laughs> so the, the term is conspirituality. Okay. And it's uh, the combination of spirituality and conspiracy theory. Hmm. And I've heard it lately. Um, in conversations just um, related to the coronavirus and the election and just 2020 in general. Mm, uh, okay. But I'm going to quote from this article that's in the Journal of Contemporary Religion published in 2011. And it says, the female-dominated New Age with its positive focus on self and the male-dominated realm of conspiracy theory with its negative focus on global politics may seem antithetical. There is a synthesis of the two, however, that we call conspirituality. We define, describe, and analyze this hybrid system of belief. It has been noticed before without receiving muscarly attention, blah, 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 growing uh, rapidly in a web movement expressing an ideology fueled by political disillusionment and the popularity of alternative worldviews. So that's, mm. that's uh, one definition of it, I guess. But, okay. Um, Basically, the overall concept, and then I'll let you talk, <laughs> is, um, is uh, I personally notice a lot of the, sort of the same people who are interested in both things. The, so they are interested in spiritual topics, and then they also get into these conspiracy theories. And conspiracy theory itself is a negatively charged term. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'll, I'll just say that. And right. I, I thought it was... Interesting when you said the male-dominated realm of conspir conspiracy theory and the female-dominated new age. Yeah. Like focus on the self. And that's just what this one writer um, said. Um, Charlotte mm -hmm. Ward published this. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, that kind of makes sense, right? It does. And I, um, I've been, well, I've heard as I'm channeling that there's this new paradigm that's trying to form here. And I've also okay. read that con conspirituality has, you know, that element to it. People, oh, there's a paradigm shift in consciousness. There's a lot of that out there in spiritual right. circles and materials. So um, yeah, I also definitely. read that proponents believe that the best strategy for dealing with the threat of a totalitarian new world order is to act in accordance with an awakened new paradigm worldview. So, right. um, but this new paradigm is a concept. Right. Um, for the most part, as far as I know, I'm, I'm hearing about it mostly from spirits, astrology. You know, I mean, yeah. obviously, obviously it's a new paradigm because we're all living something we've never lived before right now. This is true. Um, the, the whole uh, conspiracy theory 
and again, that's just, that's a negative term for it, but um, mm -hmm. I guess you could also call it like these, these alternative takes on history and current mm -hmm. events uh, that are <laughs> discredited by our institutions. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, they, a lot of times it is kind of a, a negative take, right? Mm -hmm. There's well, it is that being controlled, right? We're being controlled. We're being lied to. We're being, you know, information's being kept from us. Um, yeah, I've read yeah. some David Icke. I've read some stuff. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. interesting. It's interesting to entertain those ideas. I mean, it's just interesting stuff to me. Yeah, well, and you know, it's. I guess I don't personally have that much to say about this. It's just an interesting. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm glad you brought uh, it up. Th this this idea of conspirituality and the idea that there's a confluence between these two sort of uh, occurrences in our in our culture mm -hmm. um, fascinates me, and I wonder why. And I thought it'd be a perfect um, topic to sort of get into with one of your guides or. Yes. Well, I have determined who wants to talk with us about this, and Lovely. it's the Buddha, actually. And I thought, hmm, the Buddha, what does he know about our modern world? Well, he does, of course. And then I remembered that it was the Buddha that discovered the middle way. You know, he had, he, he tried one extreme, and then he tried the other extreme in his life to try to figure out enlightenment. And then he did figure it out that it is a middle way. You have to balance the feminine with the masculine. So it will be interesting to see what he has to say about this. Awesome. Yeah. So I am merging with him now. And um, maybe we could, while I'm doing that, talk a little bit about the new age spirituality. You know, the, the feminine, as was mentioned before. Um, or the focus on self is what this author said, right? positive focus on the self. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> because the, the spirituality that I am mostly involved in is a positive focus, not just on the individual self, but on the self as one of the oneness. You know, we're just an aspect of the one creator, which is the concept. And which is what many, many spirits just keep talking about as I'm channeling. Yeah. I might read another sentence from this yeah, sure. Go article ahead. I just was um, looking at. at um, the, they're saying this conspirituality uh, concept, it offers a broad political spiritual philosophy based on two core convictions. The first traditional to conspiracy theory, the second rooted in the new age. And the first is a secret group covertly controls or is trying to control the political and social order. And the second is humanity is undergoing a paradigm shift in consciousness. Proponents believe that the best strategy for dealing with the threat of a totalitarian new world order is to act in accordance with an awakened new paradigm worldview. So that's what Charlotte Ward uh, is, is saying that is the proper approach to conspirituality. And uh, that's interesting. It, it does seem to align with something I hear 
quite often. Okay. Well, we're going to find out in a moment. And um, momentarily, I'm going to step out of the way and let the Buddha speak to you. And then you can ask him questions, of course, as we do. And I'm just as curious as you are to see what he has to say. So I'm stepping out now, and in a few moments, he will speak to you. I am Siddhartha, pleased and honored to have the opportunity to speak with you about this matter today. Well, I have been standing by for this one because it is so very similar to that which I discovered when I was human. Okay. What does this term mean to you, conspirituality? Yes, the first thing I want to say about this term is that it is a blanket term. It is a blanket term to describe someone who has an interest in both of these realms and are attempting to merge them together. The problem with the term is that it is so mm, undefined, not just by humans, but it is, it is so very difficult to mm, define or label a person as a conspiritualist because each person has different degrees to which they are on one side or the other. So one might be very involved in spirituality and enlightenment and this new paradigm that you speak of. And they may have entertained some concepts of conspiracies within governments or organizations of your planet, but they don't pay too much attention to that. It's more about the spirituality. Conversely, there would be a person the other way around. That makes vice versa, as you say, vice versa. <laughs> that makes total sense. I, I, I think I... I can think of friends who are on both sides of that. So um, thank you. Right. For so that what you are context. dealing with is one individual is in this moment, a conspiritualist where they are 30% spiritual and 70% conspiracy. But in the next few breaths, that could change. That could fluctuate. So it's, it's a very interesting term that has been coined for people to open their minds and think about this, which I see as the most helpful part of it. What is harmful, or not helpful rather, is that people still think they must label their beliefs. Hmm. And that is unnecessary. Yeah, okay. And I, I guess Although this... spiritual is appropriate because each individual is spiritual. They are part of the one spirit. Okay. But what you are truly wanting to know is how how this might guide a person or what is it that you want to know about this concept? Well, I guess what would you say to somebody who is interested in both of these these worlds of thought and um, 
who is Perfect. perhaps struggling with this identity that's being thrust upon them right. of, of being potentially a conspiritualist. If they are struggling with an identity, first of all, who is placing this identity upon them? And if it is themselves, then I would suggest more of a relaxed state of being where you don't need to label yourself. In fact, it is not necessarily helpful to label your belief system because it ought to be ever evolving. So when someone feels if they are struggling with this label, then they are still in their ego. If a human is struggling with anything, there is still too much ego. So you could actually think about this conspirituality. On one hand, you could think about it as ego versus true self. True self being the spiritual, ego being the fear. Because your conspiracies are most of the time fear-based. Correct? Yeah, yeah. Because there is a fear that you are being controlled. There is a fear that you are not being told everything that you ought to be told. There is a fear that there is one or more organizations controlling certain banks or certain political things that are occurring. Yeah. And in fact, it seems like it's kind of buried in the term conspiracy that, that there's Indeed. this other Indeed. group that, that has it out for you, right? It is embedded in fear. Yes. So to truly balance this concept of conspiracies and spirituality is to be aware of the conspiracies that are presented by a number of different people and not to have fear about them. This is how you can come to peace because it, not it, your belief system is to bring you peace no matter what it is. So let us use an example of someone who is interested in Catholicism as well as interested in Islam at the same time. They can learn about both sides and then they can make a decision, a determination of how they wish to be or feel or ideally not labeling themselves, just one who is interested in this and that. And no. then forming their own belief system based on those concepts. Of course, part of the challenge is that one who is very interested in, say, Catholicism or these conspiracy theories is um, perhaps by definition going to uh, identify heavily with those thought forms. And so what would you say? Which thought forms? The uh, conspiracies or the religious well either i, I guess i'm mm. just um identify heavily uh well i guess what i mean is that i i think of my friends who are um very um 
invested in these ideas or talking all the time about these ideas. And to them, it's not just fun and games. It's not like, oh, I'm going to research this. No, isn't that interesting? And then now I'm going to go back to this other thing. To them, it's like they're really concerned. And so there was a great deal of fear. Yeah, I guess I, I guess that's what you said before. So then to bring this into balance, if they focus on the spiritual part of conspirituality, then they will realize the value of what I call the middle way, the value of being neutral, the value of being at peace inside. Your whole purpose here is to find inner peace. And that is enlightenment. It is evolution. So from a higher level, I can say to you that all of your reality is illusion. And if that is true, which I am telling you that it is, from my perspective, not from yours, from your perspective, it is very real. But from my perspective, it is all a holographic illusion, so to speak. Therefore, none of it matters. All that matters is your inner peace. However, the problem is that if people get hmm, invested, as you say, in these things, whatever you get invested in, and if there is any fear, this is not, this is not the balance. This is not the middle way. People get addicted to it. They get addicted to feeling like they are correct, and they like to gather information that will confirm that they are correct. Confirmation bias is all over your world. Yeah, You can true. search for anything and find data which supports your point of view. And so this is what people need to be aware of. Confirmation bias. Yeah. And because of confirmation bias, once you start down a rabbit hole, uh, you're, you're just going to go deeper and deeper no so matter whether it's true or not your own reality as though you are creating a different structure just for you that confirms that to be true. Now, yeah. is anybody correct? They all are. They are all correct within their illusion or reality structure. And they are correct until something either triggers them to examine a different point of view, or perhaps they never leave their reality structure. And that is not wrong. It's not just it's just not bringing them inner peace. You see. Hmm. So the middle way then would be a way to uh, integrate these these multiple worlds and find inner Indeed. peace any extremism is typically never bringing one to inner peace or enlightenment that is the goal of every soul here is enlightenment inner peace evolution same thing what a fun place to play yes i had fun I nearly starved myself to death. And that way didn't work either. Well, yeah, okay. This, uh, this makes sense. So, so what would you say then to 
um, somebody who is more in the conspiracy side and less on the spiritual side and, and perhaps is motivated based on what you're saying to, uh, to, to connect in with, with the spiritual side of things to balance themselves out. I would remind them that there is always another point of view that they could choose or at least entertain. There is always another point of view. Most of these people who get very involved can only see one point of view and think that there is only one point of view. That is their belief. And so it is important first that they understand that there is always another point of view, even, it, even just to entertain it as a possibility. The second thing I would say is stick with facts. What facts do you have? Now, many of the conspiracy theories mm, claim to mm, possess a great deal of factual information. But is it? Some of it is, yes. You haven't asked me if some of the conspiracy theories are true. <laughs> and they are. And they are true. This doesn't mean that people ought to become involved and they, they feel the energy of motivation to prove it. They feel the energy of motivation to share the information. But it is very important to discern the energy of anxiety or adrenaline versus the energy of peace. Do you understand this? Yes. Yeah, I, I guess. The question? Right. Um, people feel like sharing it as if it's a gospel, right? Indeed. It's part of their, their. That being said, religions share as though it is a gospel, understanding what this means to you, gospel, as though it is truth. Right. Indeed. Yeah. And most religions are also speaking stories. And, and some of them are true. Some of them are not true. Some of them have been embellished. And the many idea of the conspiracy theories, theories have been embellished. The idea is to, uh, I, I think a, a, many times these, um, in sharing these ideas, people think that they are saving people, right? That's... Yes, Part thank you. Idea. Thank you. Excellent, excellent topic because so many who want to share the information do think that they are saving people. Why was saving people the goal? Why is saving people the goal? Oh, well, I guess it's a natural human instinct if you perceive a danger and if Indeed. you care about your friends, you want to save them. Of course, of course. And yet, in the bigger picture, from my point of view, or from the point of view of the creator itself, it's just recycling energy. Sure. <clears throat> so why the fear? If something occurs and many people perish, which seems to be happening with a pandemic at this time, which is divine order also, then... That is meant to happen, and it has to do with the human evolution. Even now, I can hear 
in the future when your audience is listening to this. <laughs> as though I can hear their questions already, because of course I come from the eternal now. But their questions would be, is this conspiracy th true? Is that conspiracy true? And that is still too single-minded. The spirituality part of conspirituality is to open the mind to a bigger worldview. A bigger universal view, rather. So you can see things from a different point of view. So things aren't so mm, dramatic here. They need not be dramatic. Your human mind wants to make everything dramatic and intense. It craves adrenaline. It craves, your ego craves the ability to keep you safe. And if you feel as though you, as though you are unsafe because there are some kind of waves hitting your home, or you feel you're unsafe because of some organization controlling your governments and your banks, then you will be trapped in victimhood. You will be trapped in your own prison of fear. Now, that being said, you are here in a space of duality. So you can experience these things. And these things, such as being trapped in your own prison of fear, is to motivate you to rise above that and move out of it. And remember who you really are, an aspect of the source which created all things, including whatever organizations may be controlling things. But then there are even theories, some of them true, about extraterrestrial um, involvement. And even my brother, the Master Jesus, said um, that this place is an experiment. It is a DNA evolutionary experiment. What of that? What if that is true? Should you panic? Or should you, should you embrace the fact that you chose to be part of this magnificent place? Both. <laughs> um, uh, you certainly have the free will to choose both. <laughs> is there a time to resist earthly powers or, or to prepare uh, prep, as, as they say? Yes, this I understand also. So is there a time to resist? If yes, you may resist if you are doing it with inner peace, if you are simply sharing information, gathering information, reporting information, whatever it is you do, but do not let it run your your life. Do not let it do not operate from fear. It takes a great deal of confidence to let go of the fear. And just look at it as though it, it, it as though it is interesting. Just interesting. And also, it is very important. My last piece to this is 
there is no way that any one human, nor even the human collective on this planet at this time, could possibly even have a glimpse of the biggest picture there is. So you will never, ever, ever have all of the data necessary to prove something when the facts are not all available because there are other dimensional facts. There is other dimensional data. There's so much more happening here than just in the third dimension. And it is all truly for the benefit of the inhabitants of this planet. This I promise you. I really want to know everything though. <laughs> everybody <fair>. does. <laughs> well, not everybody, but many people do. Yeah. It's not fair? What does no. fair mean? What is this concept of fair that so many humans think they deserve? Fairness? What is this? It's only an earthly concept. It's only a concept in this dual space. Fairness. Fair enough. <laughs> well, I know you exist outside of time, but um, here in the three-dimensional uh, world, we are almost out of it. So thank you. Oh, uh, thank for you for allowing me to speak. I hope that this information has been helpful to you and others. I think so. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think it makes sense to me uh, from where I'm sitting. It's most, most importantly, this is not the time to make a determination to label yourself to decide what your belief system is continue to mm. challenge it continue to expand it continue to look at other points of view and have fun and choose the points of view that bring you inner peace love it thank you buddha siddhartha how was that, Michael? I thought that was great. I thought it made a lot of sense. Good. Yeah, he was excited to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, it, yeah, I, I mean. So we can't conclude anything, which is. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't even know no, what to really. say. So. Yeah. I think the point is don't conclude. Sounded like. We don't have to conclude. Yeah, it's a good point. Um, and uh, it's, yeah, the um, feeling that you know exactly what's going to happen to our species, our planet, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, it's impossible to be right, so. It is impossible to be right. How fun. <laughs> I, lo I love it because I love to always entertain new points of view. And I love to understand what's going on in other people's minds like you do. You've got a background in psychology. Uh, yeah, I, I do. Mm -hmm. um, I take a very analytical approach to figuring out what my friends are talking about and what they are motivated by and, mm -hmm. and the same uh, in myself. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, me too. Well, thank you. Yeah, thank you. What would you say about conspirituality now? 
Um, well, uh, I'm not sure. I, I guess it's the idea of not wanting to call yourself it, I think definitely makes sense, if only because it's, I think it's probably a term that is like condescending in a certain way or like, mm -hmm. you know, nobody wants to identify as a conspiracy theorist to begin with. So, um, mm. but then I think the, the more elevated perspective of, well, it really doesn't make sense to sort of uh, yoke yourself with one definite way of viewing the world mm -hmm. at all, you know, to begin with. So mm -hmm. just maybe don't do that or notice yourself doing that or notice yourself wanting to do that. Yeah. It sounded like he just kept coming back to whatever gives you inner peace. Yeah. And it's, it's worthwhile, I think, to, to call back that idea that, that we are here um, to learn something, to be something and um, to overcome adversity. Right. And if, if there is some crazy global conspiracy, new world order, whatever, um, clearly we are here along for the ride. So we are. And some of these things I've heard today, um, I've got to mention that I have a channeled book with the Buddha. It's called Buddha Speaks. Messages. Yes from an ascended master available on Amazon and it's and good. through my website. <laughs> yeah. And you have an earlier one. Um, Vishnu speaks. Vishnu speaks. <clears throat> also very good. Messages, <clears throat> excuse me, messages of enlightenment from the ancient deity. Yeah. They're both very good. They've both been um, a huge part of my own spiritual awakening, my own spiritual journey. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you, and thank yourself for taking the time to entertain some new spiritual concepts today. I hope it has been interesting and or helpful. You can find Cindy's channel books on Amazon. Kindle versions also available. And visit my website, cindyriggs.com.